Hello and welcome back. This is Castlin from Always Acting Up Podcast and Blog. This is the podcast where you will learn tips and tricks on how to begin your journey in the entertainment industry. We have Q&As with successful artists who have walked the path who are doing it. This particular episode, I have a guest who is multi-hyphenated and she is also teaching other artists how to begin their careers and she is well on her way to getting over 200 students started in their acting careers. But before we get into our official introduction, I have to do a quick shout out to all of you guys who have been supporting on this podcast journey. This may be the last uh, episode for a little while. So I am very excited. Uh, We are cutting the season slightly short, but it is going to be a great season. And I am so excited and honored to have all of the guests that I've had this season. So a massive round of applause for you guys. And I am honored to have my guest here today. She has written and produced 12 dozen stage and film productions, sold out 10 of them, which is amazing. She has been invited to Florida A&M to teach in an acting program which I have questions about that because I'm really, I'm like, that's amazing. She's been in numerous regional commercials and has helped, like I mentioned, over 200 students start their acting careers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Always Acting a Podcast, Markeisha Gordon-Hines. Welcome. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Kathleen. Thank you for joining. Yeah, I sort of met Markeisha at some point last, maybe during the pandemic, at some point I was doing it. You invited me on your Instagram to do an Actor Minute Monday. Yes. Are you still doing those? I I took a break. Yes. But um, I'll be bringing them back and bigger and better, um, even more things. But yes, so I'll be picking it up very, very soon. What inspired you to start doing those? Because I feel like you're definitely a person who's always giving back. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. I mean, you're absolutely right. So I started it because there are so many artists that are out there who are comparing their journeys to the Viola Davis, the Meryl Streep's, and they're looking at celebrities comparing their careers. And throughout our journey, you're going to want to give up because what we do is not the, the simple go to work, come back after after five. And a lot of artists have given up because it didn't match what someone else was doing. So I wanted to invite working artists, no matter what level, but working and to show and highlight their stories, their life and their journeys to motivate artists, actors not to give up no matter what. So that was the purpose of Actor Mondays. I think that's fantastic. And I was literally saying that this morning to my boyfriend. I I actually, you know, it's kind of crazy. I woke up with like anxiety and I'm like, and I really have to think about it. I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, what is it that's bothering me? And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling, and this is just a feeling. It's just a feeling. (laughs) Sometimes it's temporary. Sometimes it comes and goes. I'm like, I'm feeling like such a loser right now. And then the reason I'm feeling like that is because I'm like, you got Joe Schmo on TikTok blowing up doing fake videos <laughs> lip syncing to somebody else's creativity you're not even creating your own content right. you're lip syncing to somebody else's creativity <laughs> and you're like it blowing up and exploding and you have all these followers and I'm like 
wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I shouldn't be feeling this way. I got like four seasons of a podcast. I got a blog. I have a whole career. Why am I feeling this way? It was really crazy when I really broke it down to like, why am, what's going on with me? And what, in that moment, may I ask what, what, what happened that it clicked for you that, okay, I may not be where I want to be, but I am where I am. And it's further than someone else as well, or further than where I started. I have to take moments to myself to like evaluate my feelings often because I am the person I can so quickly spiral down a rabbit hole. I've always been like that. So I had to take a moment to be like, no, like, stop. This is ridiculous. And I know this sounds crazy, but something for me, like being creative and doing my podcast and doing my blog, um, it's not going to disappear in 10, 10 minutes or when social media is gone, it's not going to disappear. Like it's always going to be there. And I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. My podcasts and blogs are audio and video. They're usually like an hour plus. I've created them almost entirely myself. Like I'm essentially like the Ryan Seacrest over <laughs> the here. People just don't know about <laughs> it. <laughs> And like I've I have done a lot and that was one of the other reasons of doing my podcast was so that I could keep creative and kind of reflect on my journeys mm. and exactly what you were saying um I love you it. know not everyone's gonna be Viola Davis but you could still have a really amazing career exactly I love what you you're really doing can. I just want to throw that in there I absolutely love it like I saw you uh even before we met virtually and mm-hmm. it was like, Oh my God, I see her passion. Your passion is so contagious and your truth and your honesty. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, that's actually something uh, I wanted to talk about because I love your energy as well. And I was like this, I have to have Markeisha on my podcast. And that was something I mentioned during actor minute Monday. I was like, I got to have you on my podcast. I got to have you on my podcast. Um, and I feel like it's been like a year plus <laughs> and I'm finally getting around to it. And it's like one of the themes of this season, because I think everybody on this season is one of the people I'm like, I got to get you on. I got to get you on. And it's been a year plus <laughs> trying to make it happen. So but it's happening. thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. Markeisha, did you also know? This is, surpri- this is a surprise. While I was doing, uh, maybe you knew this because I didn't know this. I literally discovered this um, on Wednesday when I was reaching out to you and I was writing the outline. I do a lot of research on my guests to make sure like I can pull the best information as possible and get the best questions that hopefully aren't the most generic. And so I went on your IMDb. That's why I was asking you because I know you have a different name. And I saw you have a project on there called Pier Las Vegas. And I was like, Pier Las Vegas? I was in Pier Las Vegas. You're kidding. Yes. Really? No. I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wow. I was like, wait, is this is this the same project? It's the same project, same everything. And I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. How in the world were we both in this <laughs> same project? That's crazy. Yeah. On the West Coast. Yeah. That's yes. Wow. Caslin. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I'm not gonna tell her until the podcast because I just discovered this. I was like, I need to, wow. I need to wait and we're gonna talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> That you know was funny. I screwed up on that audition initially. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I screwed up. But I did what I teach my students to do: to take keep control of your audition. And if you mess up because you're human, just say, "I'm going to start over." 
Instead of asking for permission, hey, can I start over, please? No. But just, I started over and then I killed it after that. But that is mm-hmm. so, that is so funny. <laughs> yeah, I literally like went back and forth, back and forth from your IMDb to mine. I was like, wait, is this the same? This is, this is the same project. <laughs> this is insane. So, that is so cool. And I've never... I've never seen it. I've asked for it. I know that it was circulating in the festivals for a while, but, um, you know, like it's really hard to get your footage back and stuff like that. It is. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it. But where did, where did you film this? Cause you're, where are you living? Where are you located right now? So literally, when I say literally, um, probably a couple of days ago behind this is a whole bunch of boxes. Just moved, relocated to Florida. because we accepted a FAMU's position to teach at the acting program. And before that, Atlanta. And then before that, Los Mm. Angeles. So when I was in LA, that's when we actually filmed that. Oh, because, yeah, because they filmed. And this is, it's just so bizarre. It's, life is so crazy. (laughs) Because they they filmed partially in Vegas and LA. Yes, yes. So that's what it was. yes. You know, it was really funny. You mentioned like messing up on your audition. I was playing one of the drunk girls. So like my whole audition was just a sloppy mess. Um, and I I booked it. And it was, actually, it was really funny because we were filming out on Fremont Street, which is if you guys aren't familiar, it's like old Las Vegas downtown. And um, I was acting drunk because they told me that was that was my role. That was my job. And we had actually like I don't want to say civilians, like other people who weren't involved in the productions, like coming to help me because they thought that I was really that sloppy. And I was like, no, 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 no. So you killed it. We're filming, we're filming. And I was, (laughs) yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't even drink that much, but maybe going back into my drinking days, like when I was younger, I guess I know how to do this well. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. Just mind blowing. And so tell us a little bit more about your move to Florida because before the podcast, you mentioned that they actually, did they find you from social media? So, um, well, insider, I just, I went to Florida A&M for undergrad and okay. I've been gone for a while, for a while. And I got a call, like I've been posting to social media. I did my VIP actress retreat. So I've been in it teaching, staying active. And I got a phone call from the director of the theater program. And he was asking if I was available to come by and speak or to teach the students. I said, of course, I would love to give that. I thought he was asking about one day for me to come. So I asked, okay, mm-hmm. what's the date? I can make sure it's available on my calendar and I'm there. He said, oh, wait, wait, it's the actual full semester. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> and then he told me it was an actually an adjunct, posi- um, adjunct professor position. I said, oh, wait a minute, really? And subconsciously, that's been one of my goals that I wanted to teach at a university this subject specifically, not just any course, but acting for the camera because I wanted to give back to the masses. And when that happened, when I tell you mind blown, another dream come true, like I said, okay, see guys, Anything can happen when you believe. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. I have to I have to give you this on on this one. That is amazing. It's like it's almost like your dreams fell in your lap, but yes. it it did, but it like didn't because you have already done the work and you've done so much preparation beforehand. So it was almost like 
definitely like opportunity meets preparation. And that's why it was like the universe was like, oh, yep, she's ready. This is her. Like, this is the one. That is amazing. Um, Wait, where are we? What's June or summertime? So are you going into the fall session? Yes. Yes. I actually started in January. And they wanted to keep me on. So because the students gave such great feedback, I absolutely love it as well. So I'm going to go again um, next semester in the fall as well. Congratulations. That is amazing. And it's like, you didn't even like, it wasn't something you were like seeking, seeking. It was like, hello, this is for you. When you do what you're called to do, your purpose, your gift, when you use your gifts, it will make room for you. And even Mm. things that you don't go out for or things that you don't seek, they will fall in your lap. So if you stay ready, if you keep training, you keep working, you you stay active, you keep doing your podcast, people will be attracted to your grind. People will be attracted to your energy, your passion, and they're going to want to be a part of what you're doing or offer you something to be a part of what they're doing. And you don't have to work Mm. as hard to try to get people to give you what you need because they're going to automatically give it to you. So, yeah. so is this the stuff? Cause like if I had a teacher like you in school, it probably wouldn't, we would have had a whole different like situation. Do you, is this like the stuff you teach in school besides acting? Because I think, I think there's a difference between like teaching a subject and the topic, but a teacher is so much more than just, I'm going to give you the knowledge. Absolutely. Is that stuff you talk about? Absolutely. And Every student that I taught my first semester came to me and said the exact same thing. It's beyond the subject. You, like you teach the subject in ways that we didn't even, we'd never heard of, like the, the approach for us to get the information. And then I teach life at the same time, like mm. putting it into perspective, not just the textbook, but yes, the textbook. I also want to give you the practical of the lecture. And that's what connects people. It's that putting it together I've had the experience so I can share my experience. I'm not just teaching you what I want to do. I'm actually teaching you what I do. So yeah, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Okay. And so I need to know like where this comes from because uh, I was reading your article that you had in Shout Out Atlanta and it was a great article. I was like, I can pull so many quotes from this one article. Aww. And in one of the things I read, and it's something like you started off as a really, really shy individual, really um, insecure. insecure. And I was, I was like, that was me as a child. You could not even get me to raise my hand in class <laughs> no. because I was so scared to talk, even if every single student was like, saying the wrong answer. And I was like, no, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. I was so insecure (laughs) and so shy. And I was like, oh, she's, she was like that too. Yes. It was, it was definitely a journey. Um, Very, very insecure. I thought I was ugly. I thought no one wanted me. I knew I had talent like inside, but too afraid to put myself out there because I felt the moment I put myself out there, I wouldn't be good enough that someone would judge it. And even though I knew the right thing to say, I knew the right thing to do, I didn't want to appear as cocky or make someone think that I thought I was better. And that was all a part of that insecure stage. And it was 
when I finally, ironically, I finally got over it or was delivered from that insecurity after my junior year Ooh. in college. And it Ooh. took that long. <laughs> you said delivered from your insecurity? Yes. I've never heard that phrase like that before. I had Can to, you ex- like elaborate on that? Uh, most certainly. So I am a woman of faith, a woman of God. And my faith has carried me a lot of ways. And once I found out who I am and whose I am, my identity, knowing that opened so many doors to freedom. I stopped comparing myself Mm. because I knew that I was created for a certain purpose, a specific purpose at a specific time for specific people. And when you know who you are, whose you are and why you're created, You don't compare yourself to anybody else. You're not trying to be like anybody because there will always be someone that's taller than me, smaller than me, maybe even prettier than me. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) no matter what it is. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) But they will never be Markeisha. And if every person thinks that and knows that, the jealousy will end, the comparison will end, and we will live in purpose, on purpose. Thus, our dreams coming true and even though it may take time, we know that it will happen because I was the, like I was created to do this. So it's going to happen. Of course it is. Wow, that is amazing. And do you remember, like, I don't know if this is going a little far. Do you remember if there was like a specific moment or incident or maybe you saw something on TV that inspired you to be like, this is who I am and kind of like flipped it for you? Yes, I do. It was a broken moment for me. Mm. It was a moment that I felt like everything in life was falling apart. Um, I think at that time, I didn't have, I was about kicked out of of my apartment. Um, School had just ended. I just broke up with my boyfriend. Like everything that could go wrong in that age. went wrong Mm -hmm. to me and I felt like I had nothing to lose and I didn't I don't share this with a lot of people but I even contemplated suicide because it was like there's nothing here for me and I remember going to church one service and the pastor was preaching he didn't ask anyone to come up it was just I felt something tug on my heart so I went to the altar and in that moment I released everything that I thought I was and wasn't And it wasn't, I can't lie to you, say, oh, it's instantaneously. It wasn't instant, but I felt a freedom that gave me hope that I didn't have before. And after that day, I believed more and more in who I am and who I was. And that was the start of this upward trajectory. Mm, That's inspiring. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. I, I so I think it was a very similar thing for me too. I had to hit a real low and people don't really talk about it because it's shameful, embarrassing, and it's just you see where we're at now and people are like, You you, you the host of a podcast, <laughs> the girl that goes on stage and dances half naked when I you know, was a dancer and they're like, You were insecure and you were shy and I'm like, Oh, you have no, no idea. I, no idea. And I do, I, I think it comes from a really um, dark place mm-hmm. uh, for me, for me also. And um, yeah, I I had to think like what really like brought me out. Dancing brought me out of my shell. Um, 
and it's so silly and it's so cliche, but like puberty hit for me. And it's almost like I just didn't care anymore. Yes. I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was puberty. And then it's like I had another moment when I was like mid-20s. And I suggest for every female, this is like what really did it for me. I joined a belly dancing company. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you would never think like, you know, I always thought belly dancing was for, you know, women who were maybe at the ends of their careers. Um, but there's all styles, all types, and all body shapes. Yeah. And the embracing of your own sexuality and your own body was like the end of the world for me. <laughs> I, I so I, I always tell everybody, go do a belly dancing class. Like, I'm telling you, it's not all just tiny little people. Like, you got all shapes, all sizes. Like, you have everything in there and you learn to like – really embrace yourself yeah it was that is it was so like this awakening powerful. I had that is really really yeah. powerful like the, the awakening you had it was the key thing for me that you said was yourself like I feel mm -hmm. and I teach you can be a great artist once you know who you are as a person you can kill being an artist but if you are insecure if you are unsure you will go into an audition asking to be great versus knowing who you are and walking in the room, mm. being great, showing your gift, giving that gift, and then leaving it in the room. I mm -hmm. think it, it matters a lot. It does. And I, that's why I always wonder, like, how do people get to where they are? Because I think my journey, I, I feel like I'm on like the 15, 20 year journey right now. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it is the journey of life. I'm like, how did you guys get that way? And like, I see someone like Zendaya. She's so young, but she's so like confident in herself that it just like you can like see her. And I'm like, how did such a young girl, how did she develop this? Was this something she was born with or was she just around the right people, the experiences? Right. Like what was it for her? I don't That's know. That's a good question. I love her. Yeah, she's, I, she's great. And you can, you're right. She exudes confidence and I love it. Of it. Maybe I'll get Zendaya on the podcast one of these days. Hey, you know, I'm available. Zendaya, <laughs> um, just have your people call Casting's people, and then we'll go ahead and set this up for you. <laughs> and my people is basically me. So just call me. Yeah, you it know. Um, and so I also read, look, I, I guess I did some research here. I you went into it. cheerleading. I feel like that was like the perfect thing for you. Was that something you always wanted to do? It is. I actually started cheering in fifth grade. <laughs> but the thing I love most about cheering was performing. Like that's mm. what I loved. And it was going to rehearsal, doing the routines, getting all that. And then the day at the game, we're performing. Oh, but the best part about it was the competitions because we had four mm. minutes on that mat and we got to perform the facial expressions, the dance moves, the acting. Like I loved it. And that was the first time for me experiencing, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I've been looking for. Like performing, performing. Yes. <laughs> wow. And you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's just a coincidence. It's, it's absolutely a coincidence. But like on my podcast, what I've realized talking to my guests, like, yes, I had one uh, guest in Aleva. He was an Olympic gymnast. And then I had another friend. She was a gymnast. Um, <laughs> and then I just, on my other episode, I realized that 
uh, Emily Grace that she had a gymnastics background too. And I'm like, okay, there is something going on between athletics and arts. Wow. And with you doing cheerleading also has a lot of like gymnastics and focus. I'm like, there's something, there's something going on here that I would have never put together. And I'm like, am I just aligning with people who have that type of work ethic with the sports and Mm -hmm. arts? We do attract who we are. I love it. I I think so. And I I have another question for you. Uh, like I said, you are multi, multi-hyphenated. multi Like what came first? You started um, as an actress or? Yes. Yeah. I started as an actress and I was, I was an actress, but didn't tell everybody I was an actress because I was too shy. <laughs> and I get it. And <laughs> in college, when I embraced it, I'm going to be, I'm an actress and I'm going to do this. Boom. Changed mm-hmm. my major from nursing to theater. And yes, I saw, I read that. <laughs> and I went full throttle. And here's the thing when I was in the theater program, I said I would never be a playwright because although we had to read plays, I had to get that knowledge, I thought plays were boring. I really did. And I said I would never be a boring playwright. But here's the thing God had something different. Started as an actress. Mm. Took a class as a, a directing class uh, with Luther Wells, who actually is the director of theater now. And after taking that class, it opened something for me. And I'm like, I love not just being on the stage, but I love seeing the entire vision and putting it together. And that sparked something in me. So after graduating, I started my own production company. And from there... Sense. I wrote my first play, didn't know I was a writer. The play came from an experience I had in a horrible relationship and I wanted to help other people, me helping people, help other people mm-hmm. not basically read the red, the red flags and know what to look for. But I wanted it to be entertaining. So I just started writing. And that was the birth of my first play with my production company. And the play was titled This Time For Real. And it was met with tremendous mm-hmm. success. Playwright. That's amazing. And a, and a director and a producer. <laughs> and it just happened. How did you do that? Uh, you said you had like no writing experience. Was it just something like I just put, you know, pen to paper and started writing? Did you have a mentor? Did you like copy paste, uh, <laughs> you know, format and then just, you know, templates and fill it in. Like, how does somebody even go about doing that? Because I feel like that's a big reason why a lot of people don't is because they feel like they don't know how and they're not qualified. You're, you oh. just did it. <laughs> and that's what it is. Like Nike. I just did it. I just started writing. I didn't care about format. I didn't care about what it's supposed to look like. I just wrote. And I wrote and I think I wrote the introduction. The first scene. Three months later, I, I did nothing would come after that. Three months later, I wrote the remaining of the, the script in like 12 hours. And after that, I researched format and put it in a, in a certain format. But I didn't worry about what I couldn't do in the midst of stuff coming out of me. And I think that sometimes what trip us up, we worry about what it's supposed to look like or we're trying to be perfect. So we're stifling our creativity. Thus, we're not moving at all. And we're staying in the same place. Wow. Did you act in that play as well? This one specifically, I didn't act in, 
But when I put it on again, I did. I did. What is that like, writing your own production and then literally saying the words that you wrote on paper in front of an audience for people to hear? It's super, super cool. It's surreal. It's so surreal, but it's a lot of work. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I would say, I definitely say hats off to Tyler Perry because uh, when I did it, although we did it and it was successful, for me, I wanted to focus. I wanted to either be focusing on the acting or focus on the production itself. But doing both and wanting to be great at both in the, at the same time, it was like, whoo. Okay, let me take off my director at. Now I'm in the scene. Okay, let me get there. Let me get there. Let me get there. But I'm still thinking about lights. Let me get there. So mm. it, it was a lot of lot of work. And for me, it was a learning lesson. Yes, you can do both. And you, you should do both. But for me, not at the same time. So, That's yeah. perfect. You actually just transitioned us into my my next topic of like being multi-hyphenated. How do you do it? <laughs> That is like an ongoing struggle of myself and some of you know my past guests. We do so much. And I'm like, all right, what is it that we do? Do we do it all at the same time just a little bit? Or do we just focus on this and ignore this? Like, what is it for you? Have you mastered this yet? Uh, tell us. So for me, I was at, it's still a work in progress. But I went from trying to do everything, like a little bit of everything, to focusing on one seat at a time. And I started focusing on acting, just just acting. And then I started moving up. That's when I started doing those commercials. Then I got my agent and everything just boom, boom, boom. And when I got to a place I was comfortable, my passion in that moment shifted. And at first I was questioning it. I'm just like, wait, do I not want to act anymore? But I, I started honoring how I was feeling. And in that moment, I started feeling doing the productions, putting on these productions and allowing other actors that I see my comrades that can't get into films. They want the exposure. So I'm going to create it so we all can do it. So I did that for a few years. I didn't even know it was going to be a few years, but I did that hmm. and it kept being met with success. But little did I know the more productions I was writing and producing, the more my name was getting out there. So when I went to transition again, when it shifted to then actor coaching, because as I was in rehearsal with the actors, I was still coaching and teaching and exercising that muscle even more. So I shifted from directing and producing and then went directly into actor coaching. Took it off and I didn't worry about what I would think about the change or the pivot or what anybody else would think. Because we're multi-hyphenated actors or artists, we do a lot of things. So why are we asking permission to be who we are? So I shifted and let the results speak for themselves. That is so cool. I mean, it sounds. I mean, definitely like your your skill set and having everybody uh, in this production almost like morphed into something else and teaching and uh, coaching coaching actors. Yeah, exactly. So cool. Exactly. Ha and and that's that's something that you do now, right? You have a uh, a program outside of the um, Florida A and M program. Yes. yes. So I have um, the VIP Actress Retreat, 
And that was a vision that came out of the need to want to help actors really get the raw information they need for the business of acting, the marketing, how to bring yourself and the art of acting all together. And I didn't, I, I was running into so many classes and programs and master classes that were just surface. And I mm -hmm. said, wait, why, why are we giving like peanuts to actors and they really want to know information? So I wanted to create mm -hmm. something and something that will be intimate. So I rented out a mansion, invited actors into the program. Wow. It was amazing. A whole weekend and I taught them everything from A to Z about acting. Wow. And it was awesome. It was awesome. So that, that was is that's amazing. You know, while you were saying this, I had this like thought that went through my head and like I'm almost thinking like because I've heard that so many times and even um I had Darren Darnborough on my podcast. He's actually one of the co-founders of We Audition, which is one of the sponsors of this podcast. <laughs> I wasn't planning on saying that. It just came out. Um, and he is an English actor. And what he was saying is that, because I was like, what is going on in the UK? The actors are just exploding here. They're all over TV. I'm like, what are you guys learning in school? What, what is it that we're missing? And he's like, you know, we definitely train on the craft and the technique. But one of the things that we don't learn uh, at the schools in UK, I think they're changing now, is the business aspect um, and what to do afterwards. And it's like what you just said is that we talk about craft, craft, craft. Yes, that is so important. But like, what do you do with it afterwards? Exactly. And then I was thinking like, because so many classes are strictly focused on, this is just a theory, you guys. <laughs> focus on like arts and crafts I'm almost wondering if the teachers either they don't know the business well enough or they just don't want to share it because I have come across a lot of times where I meet people and I'm like hey I saw this really great opportunity I think this may be cool for you or hey um maybe you want to try this hey you want to try this and I'm like that is not reciprocated why am I the only one doing this it is not. <laughs> Kathleen, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. Um, another reason why I'm sure I went through my journey to be as confident as I am in my gift and who I serve, it's because a lot of people hoard information. And yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> whereas you and I, we're very com comfortable and confident in sharing what we know. Why? Because we know more than a little bit. You know, like I can, I can share everything mm -hmm. I know because I know more and I'm still in the industry so I can get more. And a lot of people, it's like, they want you to be successful until you're successful and they want you to mm -hmm. be great, but not better than them. So mm -hmm. that fear stops a lot of people from giving the information. So with me, it was, listen, I have it. I had to get it. I had to grind for it. Some people help, but a lot of things I had to get on my own. And my mm -hmm. purpose is to help. I know that's one of my purposes here. So if I can help you by packaging up this information for you, that's not just going to be information that you can write down and say, oh, we had a great session, but that can actually motivate you and mobilize you to move in your next step in your career. Why not do it? 
what is you being successful going to, how is that going to hurt me? Even if you're bigger than me, oh my gosh, that is great. I want you to be better, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's the, it's the lack of confidence and it's either one of the other things that you said, either they don't know because they haven't worked in the industry in a while or they don't want to share the information. Yeah. I, and I even had to say this to, um, I'll just say somebody else because they were constantly like walking people through the steps of A through Z. And I'm like, I love that you're doing this, but they're not doing it in return. They're like not supporting and they're not helping. And uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) That's a whole topic in itself. And even with that, I had to learn that. For instance, I'll just say another acting coach, right? Just since I'm an acting coach. Every acting coach isn't like me. Of course, we all have different skill sets and we offer different things. But I can be the type of acting coach that if this is not my specialty, I will refer you to someone else because that's what they specialize in. That's not reciprocated all the time. For, For someone else, I can be seen as competition, and I'm, I don't want to tell you about Markeisha because you may really like her. And if you like her, you're not going to stop coming to me, you know? And I'm like, it's not about me. It's about the artist. And I know I'm not for everyone, but for the people I'm for, that's who I'm going to attract. And that's who's going to come to me. So it's, mm-hmm. it's confidence a lot. Yeah. Oh, and I, I just wish, and I have talked about this numerous times in my podcast. I just wish that there were somebody like you or giving the information when I started my career. I'm like, I should not have gone through some of the nonsense that I went to went through. And there were people out there who probably could have said, hey, that's a really bad idea. Don't go to this audition or don't go to this place. And I didn't feel like I had a, a mentor or someone to literally say, hey, do this, don't do this. And I'm like, if I can stop some 17-year-old Castlin, I would love to do that because <laughs> – because I think we all genuinely, we really do grow together because, and I talked about, I guess, I guess I talk a lot. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, I, I genuinely believe like if we all are better together, then, you know, all the other nonsense is going to start going away because people aren't going to get away with it anymore. The standards are going to change. Everything is going to be different. So if I can tell you, Hey, don't do this, do this, or, you know, make a really good suggestion. Then as you know, you, me, all of us, we grow together and everything is better for all of us. us. It's not just you or me. It's just me. Yeah. I I totally support that. And also kind of touching on what you said. Also, I was talking to Kurt, you on this podcast. And if you ever go to YouTube and type in actor, Kurt's going to come up and He's like killing the game right now. He oh, grew like a hundred thousand subscribers in a year, and I was like, "Holy moly! Like this is insane!" I love and it. And he was so generous with his knowledge and insight. And he said, "He's like, you know, you're not stealing the same information because everybody has a different perspective." And I was so concerned about making videos that were going to be just like him because he's already doing it. She's already doing it. I don't want to just copy. And he's like, "No." Everyone has their own perspective. Exactly. And that's why there's no competition. Yeah. And you're going to reach people that I can't reach and vice versa because your perspective is what someone else needs to be delivered or to get through the next step or to go to the next audition. 
You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it was amazing. And I was like, wow, I've it I never even thought about it that way. Because yeah, my experience is gonna be different for you. And what worked for me may not work for you, and vice versa. So I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That was um some good knowledge. And so being multi-hyphenated um, and doing and accomplishing so much, how do you feel like when a project is, is a project complete? Are you ready to move on? Or is it like, are your projects like ongoing or you're like, I'm good, I'm satisfied, time to move on? Um, I would probably say both, but more so I'm good, I'm satisfied. Because hmm. once it's done, is done. And I've learned just like with an audition, once I've done the audition, I left it in the, I leave it in the room. There's mm. no need for me to go back, wonder what if, because no matter how much I wonder what has happened has happened. And most of the time is good, except that one time, but most of the time is good, <laughs> but I leave the projects where they are, where they are, because I can't live in the past if I'm looking to move forward. So when you, because you are accomplished and you do so much, when an inspiration hits you, what is your process of like, oh yeah, I want to do this. Is it like, I got to just get it done, write it down. Do you organize your thoughts first? Like what is your first step? It's the first step, write it down (laughs) Mm. because they come so fast and in the moment that I'm not expecting it. When I try to sit down and think of my next move, I'm just sitting there. But if I, when I'm just living life, it just comes. So I instantly grab my phone and type in my notes. I write it down because in that moment, the idea is so fresh, is so raw. It's not judged by me. It's just the idea. And from writing it down, just like I did the VIP actress retreat, that's when I start thinking after the idea has been like conceptualized as far as writing it down itself. And then I visual, visualize if I was going to this event, what would I want? I would want to mm. walk in. I would want to walk into a mansion. And when I walk in, I want to have a room. And then I want to come out, have dinner. I want to have breakfast. And I want to sit down and hear exactly what I'm supposed to do, but not just the surface. Like I'm thinking of all of this and I'm writing that down as, as I'm going. What would I want to do? What would I pay for? And what would I leave with? To say, okay, now I'm ready. And that's how I, I start and finish my process. I walk myself as if I'm the participant. I love that. I think the idea of just hanging out in a mansion is like, <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. And the fact that I get to learn and do all these other things and hang out with cool people, like that's. Oh, yeah. Oh, like a great, sounds like a great time to me. And it is. You leave with a headshot, you leave with a resume, industry standard. Oh, you're good. <laughs> You're like, literally, you set everybody up for success. Like you did everything and they know they're like butterflies. They can be set free to grow and learn and, and keep going on. And so when you're making a prog, uh, a new project, how long is like the time period? Because there's a lot of people who struggle with procrastination and they're like, I don't know where to go from here. Like I have this really great idea. I don't know what to do. What's your process from getting it from the start to the finish? My process is if it hasn't been done before, create it. If it has Mm -hmm. been done before, 
still use it as motivation, but don't repeat it. And mm-hmm. with that, any for me, I feel like anything good can be done, no matter what it is. And if you go into the, well, I go into the process thinking that way. So any idea, no matter how difficult it may seem to be or someone say it is, I'm going to get it done. So even if no one has ever rented out a mansion for actors to be there for an entire week, weekend with a headshot photographer <laughs> and all of this, like even though this has never been done before, I'm not thinking no one has ever done it. No one will come. No one will understand. To me, that doesn't matter. I have the idea. So if the idea came to me, there must be a people out there that this is for. So I go in Mm. with an open mind and I check off every box to make this idea a reality. So it's no longer a dream or an idea. I set them into action goals and make it step by step. And that's how I go from the, the goal to execution. That is so cool. Do you ever like take a moment and just sort of reflect on like all the things that you've accomplished? Like you've done so much. To be honest with you, I'm doing better with that. Um, My husband tells me that a lot. And I had to stop and smell the coffee. (laughs) Smell my own coffee, like, smell like coffee. Yeah, you smell know? your own coffee. The roses, flowers, <laughs> roses, anything. I had to something stop good. It. Right, right. <laughs> I had to stop and think about it because we can't get lost into realizing our dreams and goals on and on and on, and we're accomplishing things, but we forget to celebrate our own milestones. So that's when I started honoring rest, honoring breaks. Oh. And like now, I haven't been on social media for a little bit, or at least before now. And that was by choice to take a break, recalibrate, get my show where I want it to be for the next level, get myself where I want it, look what I have done, learn from what I've done, and really just be. And when I come back, it's going to be the right time to come back. Not because someone else said it, not because someone else is doing this or that. Not because someone else is copying what I did before, but when the time is ready, is right, I'm gonna get back in, and you're gonna see me hitting the blazes running. But yeah, I, I think I think everybody needs that time because you know, like you said, you don't really take that much time. But I look and I'm like, wow, she's done this, 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 and this. I'm like, this is so cool and like something I aspire to be. And you don't really think about those things, but you're influencing people all the time, and you got over 200 people in your acting class and all of those students and you know their their minds are so young and fresh and they're absorbing and they're watching and like it's I think it's so exciting because I'm like oh my god you're at the beginning of your journey it's so exciting like so many things to do and accomplish I think that's a really cool place to be thank you so so much and I'm 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 yeah it's sucking in. It's sucking in. And that, that what you're saying now, that motivates me to keep going as well. Because even me, there are times mm-hmm. when I'm like, am I doing enough? Am I making an impact? You know? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it goes back to like that one quote or saying like, check on your strong friends. Because sometimes you're like, oh, they're doing so good. You don't need, they're fine. They're fine. And you're like, yeah, we are fine. But like, we could use a little bit of help too. We can use it. Like, (laughs) well, 
pat on the back, a little, a little something, you know? a little something here and there. <laughs> um, so what do you think, like, what is your definition of success? Do you ever feel like you'll hit a place where you're like, this is it. I made it. This is so cool. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just, I had the question. Um, what is the movie? Have you ever seen Coyote Ugly? Oh my God. So a long, a long time long, ago. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I have seen it. There is a line in that movie that I asked myself or asked my husband recently. And it was, what do you do when you realize all of your dreams have come true? And my husband said, create new ones. And mm. I got to the place where it was like, wow, everything on my, my vision board, everything I wanted to do, even the things I didn't utter have come true, even to the, to the point of my family life. And wait a minute, did I work so hard on accomplishing these goals that I didn't like think about, okay, once you accomplish them, then what's next? But my definition of success is doing what I love to do full time as my career and giving back at the same time. If I can do so what I love. It. Exactly. Exactly. You're doing it. So, glory be to God. I love it and I feel free. I feel great. I feel amazing. And it, it gives me even more passion to help other people do the exact same thing because it does exist. It does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, sometimes we have to remember that we're like actually living our dreams. Well, yeah, right now. Like, <laughs> and plus the break. I had to take the break to realize I'm living my dream, driving my dream car, living in my dream place. Like, I'm, it's, it's a, the dream has become a reality, and dreams are just the starting point. So, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's really cool. I'm going to transition us here because that was so good. <laughs> Speaking of, you know what? I love it. I'm always dancing. I'm like, you're right here with me. I Usually am. it's always me doing silly stuff, but I'm looking like if you guys are watching on YouTube, Markeisha's over here dancing too. And I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, that was my music for the moment of positivity as we are heading towards the end of our podcast here. And I like to give the guests an opportunity to share a moment of positivity, maybe a great quote or something that like stood out to you, something that helps you go through hard times. If you have anything to share, we would be absolutely honored. Yes, I would say... Your dream, the thing that you want to do the most, there will come a time that you're going to want to give up. It's okay. It's completely normal and you're not by yourself. But even in that moment, know that that dream, that goal, that passion that you have was given to you for a reason. And it's your indicator already that it's yours. So walk live, breathe, like you're already doing what you desire to do. And it will come to you effortlessly. You don't have to compare yourself. You don't have to try to be like somebody else. You don't have to do what someone else did to be successful because that's their journey. 
listen, learn, and love. And just know that your gifts will make room for you. That's it. Thank you. I I love that what you said. You said your dreams were given for you. They were given to you. I've never thought about that like that. This is why I love the moment of positivity because I'm like, wow, I never – like I'm having all these like awakening woke or like moments that it's just like, oh, yeah, these dreams were given to me because that's what I'm supposed to you're do. Supposed that's to why do. you're not having that dream. Exactly. I did. I can't blame somebody else was, for not supporting the dream that I have because they didn't get the vision I did. Your students are really lucky to have you as a teacher. Aww. If you guys are watching this, like your teacher, on fire. <laughs> Thanks, Cassie. On fire. Yeah. Aww. And so what else do you have coming up? I know you're teaching. Do you have anything else uh, you'd like to share with us? Any upcoming events, projects, X, Y, Z? Yes. What's the future like? So the future, um, first I'm going to say... My husband and I found out some news. <laughs> so they're going to be a future baby Heinz coming. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. We're really, really excited about that. Um, adding motherhood. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <gasps> I'm so, so yeah. excited about that. Motherhood's been added to the most high hyphenated. <laughs> so. That'll be the biggest part or full-time job. Full-time. 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 Um, so that is For life. Right. Um, and then we're bringing Actor Mondays back. Uh, we took a break after interviewing with KJ oh. Smith. So that mm. is coming back full effect. And we are, my husband and I are actually going to do a podcast as well. So he is a musician, an artist, and I'm an actor, acting coach, producer, director. So we're going to bring love, the arts, relationships, and the industry together and give raw gems advice and share our experiences as well so it's the hindsight get it hindsight our last name I love it <laughs> so that's coming soon and I'm going to be working on another script so wow that's coming soon as well oh yeah. my gosh this is all so exciting <laughs> I'm like did I just get like my first breaking news story on my podcast no one knows <laughs> Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is so Thank exciting. So I'm like, all those are so exciting. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, what's like the <laughs> most exciting one? That is so cool. Oh, yeah. I I need to have, I'm like, I just said this was gonna be like one of my last podcasts, but there's so <laughs> many guests I wanna have because I'm like, there's so many questions. I'm like, we haven't even like explored motherhood and having a career on this podcast yet. Yeah. And I think that's a huge topic. And I'm like, that has Oh yeah. Uh, I'll have to probably I'll probably do another season like soon. <laughs> it'll That's what to it'll me. probably happen. <laughs> yeah. There's so many things I want to do. And so you're doing uh your next po podcast is going to be called Hindsight. Yes. Uh can you tell us how people can follow you, contact you if they want to watch your stuff? Like where can we get the goods? Yes. Um so you can follow me at Markeisha Official. And that's M A R K-E-S-H-I-A official on Instagram or Markeisha Gordon Hines and that's Gordon with an E-N on Facebook and YouTube and um, we will be of Markeisha Media as well, MarkeishaMedia.com 
And all of this information, our new podcast, um, actor coaching, VIP actress retreat, all of that will be shared on all of the platforms as well as our website. So you can follow everything and get the goods and get the tea even before anybody else. Ooh, that's amazing. And I'm going to, you guys, I'm going to put all that in the comment section below. So if you're on YouTube, it's going to be, you know, in the description and on the podcast as well. So I'm going to have to get all that information to make sure I have that correctly from you as well. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I know it's been like a year in the making, probably honestly a little bit longer because I've been a little behind, but (laughs) it's okay. We we're here. This was, <laughs> yeah, we're here. We made it. Um, thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge with with us and your process and your success and taking breaks. So many good things that I think is going to be so beneficial for so many people listening. Awesome, so I really appreciate it. It's my absolute pleasure, and thank you so much. Thank you for the honor of being on your podcast, acting up with Castlin. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Always acting up, you guys. You can find it on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. If you're watching here on YouTube, just type in Castlin Rose. You're going to find my podcast and you're going to find the roadmap series on how to become an actor. You'll find those tips and tricks, tools I like to use. Again, make sure, what else do I got to say? Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Click that little bell next to the subscribe button so you'll be notified every time I release a new video. And again, if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, leave it uh, in the comment section because I do actually respond. So you guys, it's been fun. Uh, I love doing these podcasts. I love my guests, Markeisha. It's been a fabulous conversation And um, yeah, you guys enjoy the rest of your day.